Hello. Hello. Oh, sorry. Which we the real mystery is who's introducing the show. Uh, let's keep it. Keep it in Dublin. Um, House of uh, Welcome to House of House episode uh, fifty-eight. Uh, House of House Guy Den episode seven. Homes of Homes episode uh, six. Um, this one is uh, the five orange pips. I'm Andrew yes. Taven. <laughs> Uh, and I'm Lenny Burnham. We are doing The Five Orange Pips, the story that was clearly written before the KKK was very known because the entire story is about a racist man who lived in America for a while who gets a note that says KKK and he says, oh no, my sins are coming back. And they, they spend the whole story being like, what could that possibly mean? Yeah, it's... uh. I don't know. Maybe this was a good story for people at the time. <laughs> it's the KKK kind of blew up after this. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, it's just like I don't know. It's very it odd. almost like I feel like it almost was still a mystery because I was like, okay, it can't just be the KKK because they'd be talking about it. So maybe they that didn't exist yet <laughs> like it felt like it's gotta be something else. well it's weird because what this is like 80 he's going through it's funny to see it's like oh, our case is back in 89 or whatever and it just seems like he means like you know the reagan years um <laughs> but or sorry post reagan years by then but like uh height of kkk if you google it you get um uh oh, five six I see. I guess when you're that short, you did not. That's why they wear the hats. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They make them look taller. Um, so there was – I knew that there was, like, the first KKK founded right after the Civil War. And then I do think that the second Ku Klux Klan was maybe the more known one because okay. I think that was the, the original KKK that came out after the Civil War. And I think – and I might not be uh, fully – you know, consult your local historian. But uh, <laughs> I believe the first clan was crushed by, like, Grant pretty quickly when he had the uh, troops try and support um, Reconstruction before that all uh, didn't happen. Um, and then— That was also something weird about this story is that they're like, he was so mad at black people and Republicans, which at first you're like, oh, that's an interesting mix of things to be mad at. Yeah, it's that whole thing where, like, you still get people. I think, like, the, the like, two big, I bet this is going to change your mind thing from people who don't know anything. It's like, did you know Jesus was a Jew? And it's like, did you know oh, Lincoln yeah. was a Republican? And it's like, it's just, it, it is wild to me because you still have people who try and be like, actually, the if you read Dinesh D'Souza's book, you'll learn that the party switch never happened. That's a myth. And it's like, okay, it's true that it's more complicated than just right. to say that, like, oh, in the year, uh, you know, 1968, shortly after the Civil Rights Act, every single Democrat registered as a Republican and every single Republican registered as a Democrat. Like, right? yes, like that it's is a, like snart star bellied snitches. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> yes, this wasn't like a Thanos LBJ Thanos <laughs> snap or something that remade the universe. But, like, you have to – I don't understand how – well, because they're being 
deliberately disingenuous. It's a mix of people being deliberately disingenuous. Like, yes, the simplistic version of, um, you know, oh, everyone just changed their registration all at once one year to the other one. Like, there were, or they'll say, like, oh, actually, more Republicans voted for the Civil Rights Act than Democrats, which is also true but there were far more democrats and it just wasn't yeah. uh it was just different like yes it's it's right yeah. it's very silly to try and be like oh the republicans of 1865 are the same as the republicans today well they were a party founded to abolish slavery is the only primary goal of the republicans of today to abolish slavery <laughs> no so something has changed and then you can like piece that out it's just it's very much the like you know i think there's i i sort of think about this uh lay i like to think about things sort of as layers of knowledge where like if you gain one more layer of knowledge, you can actually be more ignorant than the person who has no knowledge. <laughs> like, you gain, like, you know, it's like the thing where people are like, oh, I bet you thought that the South uh, was fought over civil war. Or, sorry, over civil. The civil war was fought over slavery. Well, actually, <laughs> it was. Which, that one's even, like, especially stupid because you can actually read the stuff they wrote and they're like, it's about slavery. <laughs> we like it. Or, like, or like whatever. They learn that, like, did you know that most people in the Confederate Army didn't own slaves? And you're like, yeah, most people in, you know, whatever, uh, World War II didn't own a, one of the planes that was destroyed at Pearl Harbor. Right. But that's not— Yeah, like, <laughs> people in, like, War on Terror aren't, like, personally owning oil companies and, like, benefiting from those profits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, were you aware that uh, only— <laughs> Some members of America have stake in Halliburton or whatever. Like, it's very silly when people have one bit of knowledge and are then like, aha, now, you know, and you just end up like, like, was the Civil War only about slavery? No. But is the person who says it was only about slavery <laughs> is more correct than the person who says it wasn't? Like, it's kind of like how when people talk about the economy, too, where they're like, um, the person – like, it is true that the U.S. government cannot just spend infinite money, but it is more true to say the U.S. government can spend infinite money than to be <laughs> like, well, uh, they have to balance the budget every year. Like, it's just a lot of stuff. You are just stupider by being a little bit smarter and you're wasting your time. You either should dedicate yourself entirely to something or just listen to your betters. And uh, people don't like to hear that. But guess what? That's honestly mostly true. Like 90% of the time, people who are like, I learned one thing about vaccines. You are more stupid than the person who was just like, yeah, sounds good. Shoot me up. Like That's just how it is. You either have to become a biologist or you just have to trust the biologists. And anything in between, you're probably stupider than the person who knows nothing. About every subject, without exception, and that's our official stance. Anyway, <laughs> point being, um, yeah, these are like the Republicans whose big thing was just they didn't want slavery. Um, same thing like when people are like, oh, you know, actually Lincoln uh, was racist. And it's like, yeah, but, like, less racist than <laughs> the other people. 
Like, he was... Not to say that, like, no one wasn't racist, because, of course, like, there were people... A, there were black people. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And also, there were, like, you know, there were also white people who were fully, like, black people are just as good as white people. And Lincoln was like, I don't know, but they're not that... They shouldn't be slaves. And you know what? Sometimes uh you 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 take what you can get and then you people are like vote lincoln and then push him left and uh maybe they were right (laughs) anyway um but yeah this one uh the five orange are what are orange pips i feel like i should have so i only figured this out at the end from context it talks about how holmes takes out an orange and like squeezes the pips out so i was like oh like the seeds Oh, I thought when it said that, I thought it was like, you know how like when you're a kid or maybe an adult and like you eat an orange and I don't know if this is something universal or just something that it's me a weirdo. I would love to sort of, I, you know, you peel the orange, you have kind of the segments, which you have their own little casing, their own little uh, foreskin, and then you peel that down and then there are little like sort of juice pustules do you know what i mean like each casing is filled with a whole bunch of little orange pikmin so i thought maybe those were pips you know what i mean right yeah i think it is seeds first off most of the results are this story so i don't think it's like a hugely common thing you should have searched for orange pips (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) you would just got google them and search for orange pips it looks like the picture on Cora is like basically the seed. Okay, because they, I, I think, yeah, oh, yeah. it's an old British word for Ugh. seed. They gotta have their own thing. Ugh. <laughs> I, the, the thing he says right is Holmes is like, oh, I, like he says something like the KKK before they would target someone, they would like leave dried fruit or pips or something. Mm. So I assume that was like gang back at them i mean the guy it's weird because again we get into like sherlock holmes is kind of like weird moral compass that's not always very (laughs) clear because he's like he's he calls the kkk a terrible organization when he mentions them um it's i don't think it's like in the old biblical sense of terrible is just like you know massive and impactful i think it's like Mm -hmm. he doesn't like them Sherlock Holmes is a uh, at least an ally, I think. <laughs> I don't know how clear that is, um, but he he does. He then is like, ah, but we need to try and uh, get these dastards or whatever who are like. I mean, to be fair, clearly they are going a little far because they're like <laughs> murdering like random people <laughs> yeah like his nephew who has never been to america is like okay at some point like it does it does feel like these are like uh it follows kkk killers <laughs> where they're like uh-oh you inherited the stuff they're like put the papers and sherlock holmes like to, to just put the like sherlock holmes has a good idea first off i don't know why that one guy i don't know if the idea was that they were going to blackmail him or expose him I don't know why the first guy didn't just do what they said. I guess maybe he thought he wouldn't be murdered. Maybe he was more worried about mm-hmm. blackmail, I guess. But they were like, put the papers out by the sundial. Um, and uh, then I also think it's funny that they assign him a cop to guard his house. But he's like, but he won't leave with me, which to me is so <laughs> weird. Like, you assigned your personal guard, but he's just like heading out. Can you pick up something while you're gone? Like, 
What are you? I'm just going to sit here and watch your TV. Don't worry. <laughs> if the guy comes around, I'll keep him out. Like, um, especially because none of the other people were murdered at home. They were all murdered elsewhere. Um, oh, and they were all murdered in, like, weird remote locations. I don't know if they were, like, yeah, grabbed and I, taken there. Yeah, she's like, the cops don't believe me, but they put a guy in my house, so I feel like it's just, like, the cops bullying him and just being like, well, we'll send a guy to come over and eat all your food yeah, and exactly. hang out. <laughs> yeah, I'll volunteer to chill to, for this assignment. It reminds me of, like, when, when uh, Liz has told me that when uh, cops are – well, I think she says one of their – uh, preferred things to do is to have to escort a um, mentally ill uh, street person. I say street person not because I'm trying. I'm I I don't know if they're not necessarily unhoused. I would say, but just someone you know acting out hmm. out in public in a way that okay. uh, is causing problems. Um, they go to take them to the psychiatric hospital, and they just get to kind of like diddle around on their phones for like hours just sitting there uh while they wait for them to get like treated and then normally just kind of you know put back out because yeah, there's nowhere to put them anyway yeah. uh write eric adams about that <laughs> um well i mean you can try but his haters are gonna end up being the waiters when he dines at the tables of success so. that's true did you did you see the thing where he was like they were like what do you think of these rainy weekends and he's like Oh, I love the rain. People staying in, increasing our population, getting romantic together. <laughs> Did you not see that? <laughs> no. God, he's so cool. I feel like yeah. he's like the only other politician at like a Trump level of everything he says. is like a beautiful poem. It's so weird. And it is funny. He'll point out that when he was first elected, there were a bunch of people who were like, oh, finally, like a normal centrist <laughs> politician who could appeal to all of America. This is the future of the Democrats. And, like, I'm trying to even imagine him running for press. I mean, honestly, <laughs> who even knows? Maybe. But he's such a weird guy, and Trump's such a weird guy, that the truth of the matter is, when you actually, like, people online try and act like people have coherent political opinions when, like, no one does. You're weirder. <laughs> yeah. You're weirder if you have coherent, consistent political opinions than if you just kind of have these vague notions of stuff. And so I think weird idiosyncratic people are kind of appealing to a lot of the voting base because they're i think they genuinely see that as like well it doesn't seem like they're just crafting a message aligned with like one of the parties they have a bunch of weird opinions and stuff they seem genuine and <laughs> right. like i i have no reason to think eric adams is saying this stuff in an attempt to like get more votes next election <laughs> so i guess it is genuine um it's it's very weird it was weird also uh when he said he was going to because he said early on he was going to get like a third of his paycheck in bitcoin but then he made clear what he actually meant was he was going to get his paycheck and then spend some of it on Bitcoin, which is not the same, but also a less stupid thing to do, certainly. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's very odd. I don't, I genuinely don't know how he would play nationally because he's got like, I, I, I don't know. He's, he's like. You got to support the cops, even though I think they're going to try and assassinate me. I put my brother in charge of my like private security because I don't trust them to guard me. But hey, you know, I, and hey, honestly, 
on some level, I almost respect the person being like, look, the cops have problems. For example, I think they're going to kill me personally, but we still need to support them. Like, yeah. sure, man. I don't know. He's like I... a politician in the purge. Yeah. <laughs> it is it's genuinely like, yeah, man, I guess. Okay. You. It seems like you have the most skin in the game here. If they're <laughs> deliberately trying to kill you, then... I guess. I guess. What am I supposed to say to that? Um, uh, it reminds me of when uh, my my great uncle said that um, he thought Obama was worse than Hitler, and he was in the Holocaust. So like, oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. What am I supposed to say to you? Like, no, you're wrong. You're the only one of us who's been here at both. And like, based off the stories I heard about your time then. You seem to be doing a lot better living in this nice house in Brooklyn and owning multiple rental properties and just kind of doing whatever you want versus uh, being forced into a labor camp and then, like, marched between other ones while the rest of your family was killed and your brother had to hide you in the clothes, the soldiers' uniforms he was forced to repair so that you wouldn't be murdered, but... I don't know. I guess you have fond memories. I don't know. It's just such a, it's like such a, I mean, I don't know. It's such a wild thing. And I, I, I don't know. I don't, it's weird because most people just say that and it's like, you know, because Hitler's an abstract notion. And I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> very odd. Very odd. To be fair, he also said that about my grandfather's first wife. So again, don't know. <laughs> don't know uh, what what to think it's it's like how people will sometimes be like you know oh yeah times were tough when i was growing up but at least like there was no crt i guess or whatever <laughs> um that's one thing i'll, I'll tell you hitler no actually, i'd say he had a lot of critical race theory yeah he just came to a different <laughs> conclusion than um than the uh than some of the people today uh, yeah, but this one, I mean, they get mysterious letters. Yeah. It's about, uh, you know, the KKK. It's funny you imagine the modern one where, like, uh, Chris Rufo or whatever is getting a letter. It says CRT, and he's like, ah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird because Holmes is like, there's some stuff you can't deduce instead you have to look at an encyclopedia <laughs> and like I, I like i don't know i get like i guess it's if especially if it was the er, the early kkk that was like less prominent then i guess it wouldn't necessarily be that known um it's always interesting to me on some level just because you don't because our media american media is pretty hegemonic I feel like you don't as often get to see sort of pers – in America, obviously outside America you do. In America, you don't often get to see America treated as a foreign entity mm -hmm. um, and American history treated as this like, you know, like I don't know uh, almost anything about the history of, say, Ghana, not because I'm not interested. Right, yeah. I just don't. Which we were not taught anything about in school. I'm sure there's a ton of interesting stuff to learn. Um, you know, right, right in. Tell me, tell me all about it. Um, and so it is interesting, like that. 
um, there's a great video I saw someone share on X uh, of like a guy in I think Afghanistan who's just talking about who's talking like the same way that people do like uh, I'll do Italian. That's a good that's a good safe one to do. The people will be like you know. Uh, whatever you know like doing like the fake mario italian um but doing that like for american english and it's really good because it's just this guy again i think it's it might be pakistan but i'm pretty sure the guy says something about afghanistan and he's just like women are well coming in now coming the people they get kabul coming around so that sounds like boomhauer um and i'm like that's so good that's so great uh Anyway, so yeah, so seeing that, you know, is is interesting. It's interesting to see people who have, like, no familiarity with this, um, especially because America, like, back then, for, uh, uh, like, before the, you know, post-1945 is, like, really when America became, like, a superpower, and I feel like everyone yeah, had to Yeah, the, care. like... I have a friend in Ireland, and she said that American history is basically explained like, you know, like the British wished the colonialists well, and then like they were allies in World War II. <laughs> like, yeah. Which I mean, you know, I love also when you see people look at like trying like Europeans do a map of the states or whatever. Yeah. And they like write that out. And of course, like, I don't blame someone for not knowing what the states are. Like, yeah, if you. Yeah, gave... I had an Uber driver who hadn't heard of montana like he asked where i was from and then he was like oh is that a country and i was like that makes sense like there are very few states i could meant i could name from like other countries like i know the canadian ones and yeah i know um, the canadian but it was ones yeah like sure. yeah like i know canada and like maybe some in europe not really um but yeah it was just like kind of jarring to see of like oh yeah like why should you know what montana is yeah. why would he give a shit the the one with Can- Canada also, there's always, like, I always, like, just forget. There's only, like, 12, and then I'm always like, oh, yeah, that one. There's always, like, an Yeah, I had one. to learn them all in, um, I went to elementary school in Hawaii for a while, and they're, like, really, really into geography, which, like, oh. my dad's theory about it was because, like, they're not, like, they're, like, you can just turn around and, like, everything's an hour away. Like, sure, you're not going to yeah, get lost. Yeah. So I could see, like, the idea of a continent being, like, oh, that's scary. I could also see there's something int- – it's, it's always interesting to me. I wonder if it's something similar with Hawaii where I feel like – and this is, like, just the sense I get. Obviously, I don't – haven't grown up there. I want to visit some time. But, like, it's, it's interesting – how you look at like uh the ways i've seen like japanese people or japanese media or culture sort of because it's like a big island nation i wonder if it's something similar to hawaii where there's more of a sense of like the mainland and overseas right where like there's a real you know like oh all that stuff there's something interesting where it's not just like you sort of group other stuff together a little more maybe um but the yeah no i i yeah i i know european countries and i know yeah it's like i know the cities but like if you were like what state is london in i'd be like is there one i actually don't know that's a good question i think i think they're broken down like districts i don't know yeah, they also they've gotta have something they wisely this is a good thing i think that america should get closer to they have a lot more they have, sorry, a much better ratio of people to representative because we capped it at uh, 435 or whatever it is in Congress. 
So you have like, I don't know, 50,000 people per representative, whereas there they're like, North corner of Stratford <laughs> on Shire is represented by this, you know, MP. Um, yeah, the it's all very like, um, I, I get it. I get that you're not going to know nearly as much about like post, especially post-revolution, pre-World War II United States. And honestly, like. The Civil War is is I do wonder if it, it, what dads in other places get into. Yeah. <laughs> like, are there like like the way that like dads here like so, like obviously World War Two was a, a world war so you know dads everywhere probably into that but Civil War dads is such a big thing like are, are there like you know dads who like recreate War of the Roses battles in England <laughs> or something or like you know. I mean, I know they're super. I know in China and the surrounding areas, people are like super into like the romance of the three kingdoms. They love mm. that. I mean, I'm sure there's more, but you sort of hear like Journey to the West and Romance of the Three Kingdoms. And Romance of the Three Kingdoms is the one that's like real, or at least embellished, but like the real warring kingdoms versus. And Japan, they probably get into the feudal states period. They probably get really. Dads there probably love that. Uh, you know, dads everywhere, they, they, they're mm -hmm. feasting. They got all sorts of history. No matter what country you're in, dads are feasting. They got uh, intersonine conflict. They can uh, study and reenact and get figurines and books of. Um, yeah, is there uh, – I'm trying to think if there's anything else specifically in this. Yeah. I mean, the big thing is that, like – Sherlock Holmes just like doesn't do anything like he doesn't affect anything yeah the guy I like got yeah. to the when I turned it and it was like the last page I like couldn't believe it because I was like this like just started like Sherlock Holmes hasn't done shit yeah the guy gets killed he doesn't manage to save him and then they're like oh that ship that we figured that the people yeah. were on probably did the murder it's such a funny ending like they have in um the one where the guy catfished his stepdaughter, yeah. like, Holmes is basically like, well, you know, karma will get him. And that is what happens in this story. It's just, it's like, well, when there's a bad guy, then that just makes a shipwreck happen. Yeah. It's just, they're just like, and then, uh, it's like the Leonard Nimoy, um, you know, I guess my work here is done. Yeah. You didn't do anything, like, didn't I? I love that, like, compared to so many other crime mysteries like Doyle clearly at best doesn't care about cops and at most has like active disdain for them mm -hmm. but it's like as a result it's like okay instead of us honoring the justice system he's like I guess like Holmes will figure it out and then kind of vaguely use the secret on them yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's such a um yeah, now I'm trying to find Law and Order Secret Wars. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, well, the killer's got bad vibes, so. Yeah. This will all work out. Uh, yeah, the, um, it's also just, it's very weird because it starts off with Watson being like, uh, now I, I'm going, I, we have a lot of stories where we never figured it out, but I normally don't talk about those because they're boring, but today I will. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, and also they mostly did figure it out. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, the, I mean, the mystery of just being like, what does KKK mean? <laughs> Which is, again, yeah. you're reading, you're like, there's one thing <laughs> you think of if you're an American, at least, now, in yeah. the modern day. Um, oh, you know, the crusty comedy classic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, not only... Uh, is it like there's only one KK you think of, but they even like tee up like, well, he he left America because he has a problem with black people. That's his thing. That's yeah. his backstory. So when you see the KKK, you're really like, oh wow, I wonder, I wonder what it'll be. It's also the fact that there were people moving to the south from like England, which after I want to say this was at yeah, I'm almost certain. I'm not gonna look it up. But this was after England like abolished slavery and the empire, I believe. Um. Because they abolished it, I think, kind of significantly before the U.S. did. When did? Let me look. Let me find out for sure, even though I just said I didn't, won't. When did the British Empire abolish slavery? 1834. Uh, Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. To commemorate the end of slavery in the British Empire. Eight, yeah, wait. 1834. Yeah, so 1834. So, like, 60 years. So this guy moved to America because <laughs> that was the place he could still have slaves. Like, that's clearly what happened here. That's, like, one of the people who, like, ugh, not to get all, like, Elon Musk about it, but, like, certain people who are like, I go to Thailand every year. I just uh, <laughs> love the culture or whatever. Um, we might be going – what? going to thailand so we'll that'll that'll be fun i guess i don't know i've heard it's a lovely place um uh not for that now that i said that i want to make clear that that would be a wild thing to admit on the podcast yeah no just for um you know seeing natural beauty and uh food and people and seeing elephants you're apparently not what i've heard is you're not supposed to go to places where uh you can ride the elephants because there is apparently no way to do that that doesn't involve abusing elephants. Uh, um, so you you can go to the place where you can, like, hang out with the elephants and you feed them or whatever. So that aw. seems like a cool thing to do. I love – have you ever seen the video of the elephant who grabs the woman's hat? No. It's so – I mean, you should probably just go look it up instead of hearing me describe it. But you can look it up. It's the elephant grabs the woman's hat and, like, puts it in its mouth. And the woman's, like, laughing or whatever. And then the elephant takes it out of its mouth because he didn't actually, like, eat it and puts it back on her head and, like, pats her head like, ah, you're a good sport. It's the most amazing <laughs> it's so thing. Cute. Yeah, it's the most amazing. I love – It's. I think we have a tough time trying to figure out exactly how smart anim- – well, it's also uh, – not to do all this or whatever. When we say smart, we mean how closely do they resemble human intelligence because there's so right. many vectors and things. And people are like, oh, how smart are octopi? And it's like – well, they have a very different prerogative day to day than we do. Like it's very like they can apparently just look at an opening and know if they'll be able to fit their whole body through it or not. Whereas I couldn't do that. So like spatial reasoning wise, an octopus is smarter than me. But that's like I don't know. It's like very weird to say. Like also like I don't know. Reggie is better at catching a ball than I am which takes <laughs> geometry and physics 
and uh, worse at English because it, it often, <laughs> unless it's one of his favorite words, he stares at you for a few seconds and then he like figures out what you're trying to say if he knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so elephants, I, I don't know exactly what vector or whatever, but uh, they seem really smart. Like, I don't know. You always wonder. I, I, I watched this parrot named uh, Apollo on instagram i love these parrots that when you watch some dog videos and then they start trying to get you hooked on the hard stuff they're like have you uh, <laughs> checked out any parrots um because they're like training him to not just speak but like recognize concepts mm-hmm. and words and so he knows like a thing what it's made of and then like actions and stuff mm-hmm. um and then it's also funny to see sort of like reasonings that he seems to do like he seems to call a lot of things when he doesn't know what they are he's like it's a bug (laughs) they're like no um and and it's uh there's like a great video where they where he's like um he he, he's like what's this made of it's like the wall of the kitchen and uh he's like it's it's rock and then apollo like beaks it like bumps his beak against the wall of the kitchen and goes glass and he goes and the guy goes yeah i guess if a mug is glass then that should be glass okay it's glass and like i love that like the parrot won the argument which is so fun (laughs) um yeah so that's i i love man it's it's great uh the um what what so okay were we do we do we wrap this up or was there another thing how we get into elephants thailand working backwards <laughs> oh the guy who went to florida just to be a slave owner um yeah i mean it does honestly feel like anyone who migrated to the south during those years i think people should have looked on with suspicion because there was <laughs> there was this story um there's this book we had, like a coffee table book in my house. Since we, you know, are Jewish and grew up uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, and then Memphis, Tennessee, it's a book called Shalom Y'all, which was about um, Jewish communities in different places in the South. And, you know, it's mostly like, oh, here's the culture and food and whatever, and it's like, you know, it's sweet or whatever. But they have one anecdote from um, pre uh, – like where they describe it where they're like senator judah p benjamin once retorted to uh, another senator aha but while your people were still rolling around in mud my people were getting uh the word of god at mount sinai um but it turns out that epic own was in response to the guy going judah p benjamin your people used to be slaves how can you support slavery <laughs> um, and so you're like oh that's not we should not – don't want to hold up this guy. He's uh, He yeah. sucks. <laughs> Senator Judah P. Benjamin, not a good uh, Jewish example to hold up. He was a southern um, senator, so helped, you know, seceded with the Confederacy and then uh, escaped punishment by putting on women's clothes and sneaking off on a boat to England. So not not a, a great hero of Jewish uh, history. <laughs> um anyway i uh i think unless you have something else to say about this i have a little surprise uh that we can uh, do 
Okay, yeah, I should. We do shipping report before or after. Oh, you could do shipping report now, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll just real quick say, like, the best thing about this story is that Watson is like, well, my wife is away for the week, so obviously I'm living with Holmes again because <laughs> I couldn't just live on my own. Like, who would feed me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so we, we know until the SAG strike is over, we will not be promoting, uh, the television show House MD. However, I did find this list, uh, which is 10 harsh realities of watching House 11 years after the show ended. This popped up for me on, like, recommended to me on Google. Mm. Um, so these are reasons that it's bad to watch House. So this is not promoting it. These are bad reasons. So, um, do you have any, uh, things, any of these top 10 that you think, um, any guesses you want to put and then we'll see if they show up. Okay. I'm going to say the patient who ended up having undescended testicles who house misgenders for the whole like third act. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, the guy who comes in and doesn't have insurance and house is like, and yet you have a Microsoft Zoom. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and this was pre-Obamacare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, let me see what else. I don't feel like there's any canceled actors, really. Oh, I guess I'll say um, the Marilyn Manson guest spot where, that, like, Charlene Yee said that, like, that he hardcore harassed them during that. (laughs) Um, There's also uh, someone with a bit of a musical name who uh, was largely formative in the creation. Oh, Brian Singer, yeah. Uh, Okay, I'll say the Brian Singer thing. Um, And I forget about that one because people knew for so long. Yeah. But, yes, I know... People will be like, no, I just found out. Um, okay. Uh, I am, by the way, because now we're we're on the eve of, like, uh, Hassan Minaj uh, releasing his own uh, response to that New Yorker article that seems at least – I didn't see, like, the whole thing, but at least, like, seems like a pretty good refutation to at least part of it that sort of tilts the balance. I wonder if that does work out. And obviously that wasn't like a major quote unquote cancellation. Cause like the, the worst I saw, like, I don't know the, the if he made up the anthrax story or whatever, and presented as true, like whatever. The one I saw that people said it was really bad. Is they said that like he, that his ex, like high school girlfriend, do we ask the prom or whatever, got harassed or something, which seems to be maybe made up. Cause it seems like they were still friends and he anonymized her and she seemed fine with it. So that, I don't care that much. I don't think it's that big a deal. But I do wonder how many people, if they see his, like, 30-minute video response go over really well, how many of your, like, you know, Brian Singers and everyone are like, aha, okay, new <laughs> new textbook, new uh, playbook. This is all you have to do, and everyone's back on your side when, like, it's obviously a very different thing than, like, I don't know, maybe embellishing some stuff in your life. Yeah. Um... Okay, I'm also going to say, no one fucking people today, I'm mm. going to say one of the things is like, there's too many filler episodes in it. <laughs> it's not, you're going to discover House MD is not a tightly written show like White Lotus. Yeah. It's got so many, so much filler. They got, they did get ahead of the manga. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, here's the number ten. House right. wasn't actually that lovable. I think that. Oh my god. I think that could arguably go down compared to the um. Uh, you know, like the the undescended testicles episode. Um, says watching House and. <laughs> The unfriendly demeanor is forgiven, often attributed to his leg injury or preoccupation with the patient. Watching House in retrospect, however, this excuse feels rather weak. He is unnecessarily cruel and exhibits very oh little God. care, even to his closest That's, companions. It's so annoying when stuff is like, this show doesn't hold up, and then they're like, Michael Scott actually isn't a good boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, House and Cuddy's relationship ruined the series. Um... That's, I feel like some people, oh, that's not a, a wild opinion to have. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that, again, I don't think that's a, like, it doesn't hold up. It's like, yeah, that was the later seasons. Like, a lot of people complained about that. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird if someone was like, why The Office doesn't hold up. Michael Scott leaving was a big blow to the show. It's <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. yeah, wow. I'm surprised it took people so long to come to that opinion and consensus. <laughs> um, God, I remember when they, that they really flailed around they lucked out that uh uh the hangover came out and that they could just toss it to ed helms to do like michael scott but a little different michael scott if he went to ivy league school or whatever <laughs> because when they were doing that thing when they were flailing around they were just like i don't know who do we put in there uh will ferrell what if the bit is that uh starting in episode like three he's very sexist it's like that's <laughs> Odd or like Robert California. What a weird. What they must have known he was gonna leave someday, right? But they were just like, maybe they were just like, well, obviously, when he leaves, the show will end. That'll be the finale. <laughs> Michael Scott leaves, and that's the end of the show. And then NBC was like, no, there's gold in them, Dar Hills. <laughs> Twenty more seasons. Um, house episodes were very repetitive. That sort of yeah. feels like what you were saying as far yeah. as the uh, people not knowing what procedurals are now that everything it is a It doesn't hold show. up because House isn't likable and it's a procedural? What yeah. the fuck's going on? I don't know if you've watched a Law & Order recently, but they <laughs> always spend the first half questioning suspects and the second half in court. Um, House peaked by season five. That's a weird... That's, a weird... that's just how TV works. Yeah, that's... <laughs> You get like, th like one season that's kind of shaky, three seasons that are like incredible, and then like four seasons that are like the worst thing you've ever seen. That's just the beauty of television. Yeah, that is an odd, uh, odd one to do. How season one looked terrible. No, that is true. It's yeah. like blue and weird. <laughs> I'll give them yeah, that that's one. true. And the one, the first one that looks like like One Tree Hill or like a a uh. Uh, oh god what's the thing the word i'm stumbling on um oh this is interesting house the cgi in house season one that's the weirdest thing to call out the lighting they also <laughs> mentioned the lighting which is very weird yeah. the cgi is like hobbit service i don't whatever the yeah when you go into the brain um <laughs> Which is we? I wonder. I'm trying to think now. Do they let up on that at all as the series goes on? I guess one day, uh, when the studios uh, bend the knee, we can uh, keep track of that. But mm -hmm. the 
it's it's always odd to me when they're like oh man this uh you know blood vessel is got little green in it <laughs> you're like yeah. i don't know what this means <laughs> um house was frequently wrong what a weird that's what a weird that doesn't is this house the person or house the show they're upset about yeah. now i'm trying to figure that out um sherlock holmes was also wrong at times or like not quick enough in this case in this episode um this is okay the episodic formula does of course demand this if house was correct immediately the episode would be over <laughs> what else like the point is that he's wrong like three times then he's right and yeah. everyone else would just never be right mm-hmm. um House ignored its perfect ending in season five. I don't remember what happened. Oh, I, I, I always feel like it's like a little weird when people, I don't know, like I get the idea of wanting a perfect show, but like it feels like people ignore that like it did make sense that the network wanted to keep making money. Like it's weird to act like baffled by it and be like, didn't they notice that that was a good ending? I feel like it is nice when you have a show that's sort of like i remember when and maybe i i don't remember a lot of the later episodes i don't think i ever tried the yahoo ones but i remember when community season three ended it was definitely one of those there's one for you the end kind of endings and i was like oh this feels nice like the weird thing about to me about community is that i remember when i was watching like the fourth season as it came out after they got rid of dan Harmon. um mm-hmm. i think the big worry people were like oh no they brought in uh, the, the like it's very funny to, to put yourself in the mind frame of I think what a lot of people were worried about knowing kind of more about how TV works now because th- I remember the big thing was like they replaced them with these showrunners from like two and a half men to get the uh, them up to a, um, a syndication order to get to like 100 episodes oh no they're gonna turn it into like a four camera sitcom with raunchy two and a half (laughs) men jokes and it's gonna suck when like the reason they were replacing dan Harmon, not to you know whatever it was not right the way they replaced him and there's all sorts of stuff you can do the way he found out about it but like he would like be like yeah they said i have to get the episode done by like thursday and i get done in like a month later and it's like (laughs) they that's not that's not that doesn't work for them like that's just something where like they brought in these guys not because they wanted them to come in and be like how can we make this appeal to middle america like it was beyond it at that point like they just (laughs) wanted to get a hundred episodes and they wanted people who just wanted to come in and go you need to get these in on time we don't care that's all so i almost think it's it's I think a lot of the writers at the time almost, like, pushed back against the fear that it was going to become, like, too uh, generic or whatever by making it too up its own butt. (laughs) Where you have, like, a season four finale that has, like, evil Abed coming out of the – that just is not funny and doesn't make any sense if you haven't watched, like, (laughs) the whole series and you're like, what? Isn't this a comedy? (laughs) What is (laughs) – um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I just think, like, the phrasing house ignored its perfect ending is funny because it's, like, 
network executives did that. <laughs> yeah. they. I mean, it's nice when you have, like, you know, even Breaking Bad, I think, probably went on a little longer than it needed to and could have maybe. But it got, like, pretty close. And, you know, that one, it's, it is nice when when everyone kind of agrees, like, hey, we are going to have a defined endpoint. Right. Um, the, uh, the house finale makes no sense. Okay. Let's see. Indeed, the actual house finale, season 8, episode 22, Everyone Dies, poses more questions than answers. It never fully explains exactly how House faked his death. I don't remember that. He faked um, his death to yeah, avoid no, prison? Yeah, no, I remember that episode. It's a bad episode, but I also hate when people act like that ruins a show. It's like, no, it fucking doesn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is... The amount of necessary practicalities completely undressed in the episode just wasn't treatment. The, the po- okay, no, th- I'm sorry, that's stupid. But the amount of unnecessary practicalities completely unaddressed in this episode, such as Wilson's treatment, he's not getting it. That's the yeah. point of the episode. <laughs> he's not going through treatment, even though House was trying to convince him to by weirdly one of the weirdest ones where he puts him under anesthesia and then was like do you want that for the rest of forever and i think wilson sort of like i i guess i don't know <laughs> that's a we- that also is weirdly anti-house i know he's like just flailing because he doesn't want his friend to yeah. give up but it's a little weirdly anti-house to be like what do you think it'd be like if you just didn't have to do anything forever <laughs> or feel any pain and be like oh interesting uh the pair's finances uh they're both doctors. Wilson yeah. is not getting treatment and probably has a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that, like, this person is ignoring the fact that, like, they don't care a lot about about a lot of shit because, like, Wilson is dying and House is, like, for sure just gonna end up in prison. And it's just a matter of, like, we're gonna spend these months until that happens. Oh, well, the next one uh, says, and remember, this is the amount of necessary, necessary practicalities completely unaddressed. Uh, the last one unaddressed, House's life after Wilson dies. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's like, I'm yeah. definitely going to go to prison yeah, or something. That's, they're all answered by the same thing, <laughs> which is they are ignoring the future to spend some yeah. time on the road together as yeah. friends. I love the idea that it should have been, we should have seen a bunch of like, uh, phone calls of him being like, okay, I'm going to set up a Swiss bank account. I'm going to get this like <laughs> fake social security card. He doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, the, um, yeah, I wish the finale was, uh, an hour of house, uh, talking to shady middlemen. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's so frustrating when people can be, I love, um, you said interview or whatever where someone asked uh, Matthew McFadden. They were like, so what do you think happens with Tom after he uh, is in charge of the company now? And he's like, uh, I don't know. The show's over. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, but what do you like? What do you think he does? He goes, I, I don't know. He's not real. <laughs> and they were like, but don't you like imagine what he would do? And he's like, what did you imagine he would do after that? He goes, uh, nothing. Because uh, the, the script was done. There was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I said all the words that Tom says, and he's not real. He's a he's a person I was pretending to be, and then I finished doing that, and now I'm going to do something else. Which, like, I love because it's like the it. I love that shutting down of people. Like, and hey, I love Succession's like top five TV show for me of all time. Maybe I I absolutely love just being like, uh, I don't I don't 
care. This is done. <laughs> it's a good show. But I liked it. I was happy I was on it. But, uh, you know, you don't need me to write fan fiction. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's, like, what's so frustrating when people, like, complain about bad endings. Like, if it's something like the show gave you information you don't like, like, for instance, like, you know, Chuck and Blair end up married and with kids at the end of Gossip yeah. Girl. I could understand being like, I didn't want that to happen. But, like, when people are like, it just didn't explain enough or we didn't get enough answers, I'm like, but you get to think whatever you want now like you could like that was something that I found so frustrating about people being like um oh now Shiv is gonna be like totally submissive to Tom and give up her career I'm like but you know like you could just decide that she's not yeah she also <laughs> won't you are the one doing that yeah she also wo- I mean okay god it's now li- I'm it's doing it that. is literally their that. own interpretation that they are getting mad at for it's also reason. it's also very annoying because if you God, I, it's like I'm literally doing it now. But if you take everything you've seen so far, it seems almost certain that she is going to become disgusted with him as she does whenever she does not have the power over him because she doesn't like their relationship when he has leverage over her, which is something you see again and again and again and again. <laughs> and one believes this the idea that well that's that's the like it's it's almost the opposite of the thing i just said where they're like well that's uh their final place where they ended up it's like yeah exactly they, they will keep like god but now i'm doing the thing i just said because the exact opposite. <laughs> no but i think if you're like interpreting stuff and like deciding what you would want to happen and stuff i think that's fine i just think it's weird to be like mad at the ending and be like it's a bad ending because uh, it didn't answer enough stuff, and it's like you're supposed to do that. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's also a great ending because it's, it is. Yeah, it's 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 like perfect. I mean, the people who, because like yeah, at the end of the day, they all sucked, and none of them should have been in charge of the company, <laughs> yeah. and not like should like from a moral perspective, they just clearly. Would, would none of them were suited for it. Um, I mean, Tom yeah. is that spoilers for you've watched it, you dirty, don't care. It's fine. It's not, it's a very much a journey, not the destination show. I'm sure there are people who are like had betting pools for like who becomes the CEO of Roy Star, Waco, of Waco, Roy, Roy, whatever you know, I'm trying Ray Star, to Roy, Ray Star, Roy, thank you. But like, that's a very silly thing to do to me because the show is about the characters not about like who holds the game of thrones uh which also speaking of stuff that did not um age well but that (laughs) someone i actually got a little more frustrated when someone and i totally forgot that this episode even existed because all the badness of the season series finale in game of thrones messed me up but they remind me of the one, the episode before the big White Walker fight, where they're having, they're like, remember that episode where they're all having these deep discussions because they think that they're going to die tomorrow, and then, like, mm-hmm. only Theon dies? <laughs> and they have, like, all of those Dothraki get killed, but then, like, Daenerys just, like, gathers up some more wood and gold and, like, builds more at the barracks or whatever before, like, an RTS game. Ugh, I And that's one where... To their credit, no one is trying to figure out what happened next. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. All right. Let's oh, see. Oh man, that would be great if there were people who were like, "What's Bran like as a king? I want to oh. know more." <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Bran gets married? <laughs> uh, I'm sure people have written some of that. The uh, okay, we're at to, to House's treatment of women is problematic. God. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> huh. Oh my god. Most female characters in House are in some way romantically affiliated with him, and only a few episodes pass the Bechdel test. 2023 still using the Bechdel test as like. Also, like, the thing about most of them being romantically affiliated with him is not true. Like, Cuddy is the only one who was his girlfriend. The others, it's like this we like, either weird sexual tension or it's not an issue. <laughs> Well, I, think, I mean, Cameron is, I would say, romantically affiliated. Yeah, I guess that's I mean, such a vague term yeah. that it's like, okay. They, she That's has, also just like how yeah. shows work. It's like, yeah, like community, they're all also all romantically affiliated with each other because people like doing that stuff yeah. on TV. <laughs> it's, it's also like, um, yeah, it's... Uh, the 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 Bechdel test in twenty twenty three thing. I, mm-hmm. I want people to be like, look, we all like in the circa twenty thirteen or whatever, culture had a long way to go, and people sort of needed the simple tools, and then you let's move on yeah. beyond that. But you and still it's have like people. it's such a silly show to do it with because it's like there also are not scenes between like Wilson and Chase like just hanging yeah. out like they're. Any scene where it's two people who aren't house, they're going to be like, what's house up to? Can you believe what house is doing? Like, he is the Poochie line about how they should all be saying, why isn't Poochie here? And you know, The Sopranos probably doesn't have any episodes that pass the Bechdel test. That's actually not true. I bet it has a couple. Like, there's probably some scene where, like, uh, Meadow and, um, oh, my God. Why am I blanking on her name? Um, her mother. Um, Carmela? Carmela, thank you. I'm sure, like, Meadow and Carm have some scene where she's like, but you have to go yeah. to college. And she's like, I, I don't mean, know if I want to go to college or whatever. Yeah, that one makes more sense because it is an ensemble. But house yeah. is house. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. It's not called – well, that's called The Soprano. It's not called Tony Soprano. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, my God. Lenny, yeah. number one is house glorified terrible behavior. Oh, boo. Boo, and the picture is House in Jail. <laughs> it says, House is terrible. Don't glorify it. He went to jail. Yeah. House's terrible behavior is a primary theme throughout, but the series repeatedly presents this as a necessary evil. He's reward. He does Machiavellian schemes and does a <laughs> sterling job at depicting the dev- It does do a sterling job at depicting the devastation of drug addiction. It also derives humor from it. That, that's not a problem. Oh, my God. <laughs> It suggests – it also drives humor, suggesting in House's case, overusing prescription medicine is a positive trait. It – like, by default, I guess, but it also clearly does not – like, it tries to make that not the case. It almost by default – like, I, it's very frustrating because I feel like there's this circular logic here where um, – Oh my god, sorry. Is it did people cuz I'm looking now through the other articles on this site and they have one written 2 days ago 
why House and Cuddy don't end up together in House MD. Is this just <laughs> everyone, like, catching up on the old House of House episodes while we're doing Gaiden? Like, yeah, why are people exactly. writing about how – is House MD streaming on Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, or Hulu? Where to watch? Not doing that article. That's promotion. You don't get no, to know no. where to watch. <laughs> Seven House MD actors who left the show before the ending and why. Do you want to save that for a future one? You can guess uh, – you can guess why uh, – wait a second. What else is this? Why House ended after season eight? Was it canceled? This is wild. Are these like – that people are still cranking out like yeah, – I mean good for us, so I weird. guess, for once we're off hiatus. <laughs> it's so funny to like explain the concept of like why was it canceled after season eight because it had done eight fucking seasons. Yeah. <laughs> why House went to jail in season eight and how he got out? Are there people who like experiencing the plot of House through <laughs> listicles? Like what are you <laughs> – Oh, no, I care enough to Google it, but I don't want to watch it, which is good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I guess if you're, it. like, I feel like that jail one almost makes sense if you're, like, if it's a show you have, like, on in the background where you're doing in chores and you're, like, oh, he's in sure. prison now. Like, what happened? But some of these make no sense. <laughs> I will actually say it is very SEO. It is Some of these are kind of smart SEO because on the background or if you, like, have – you know, if you haven't watched House and, like, you know, you watched a few seasons back in the day and then you're staying at a hotel and you put on USA and you're like, wait a second, House is in jail? Why yeah, is House yeah. in jail? And then you get the article, why House went yeah, to jail. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, so I like, can see that. Why did it end after season eight? Yeah. Uh, Dark House Theory reveals what happened after the series finale. Let's let's do this, and that'll be out. That'll okay. be close out because this is not promotion. This will make me never want to watch it again. <laughs> um, what ultimately happened to House and his best friend after Wilson's cancer diagnosis? House being his death and the ambiguous. I'm so curious about how it's a darker theory than Wilson dying and then House going to prison. <laughs> it's. I mean, the thing that I hate about these theories is it's like, I'm, uh, I. I I don't know. I, I kind of just hate all of them. I'm trying to think if there's one I don't hate. Because I was trying to say, like, oh, some of them try to, like, some of them are just, like, stupid. Where they're like, oh, Rugrats is about Angelica's right. the only real one. And it's based off nothing. <laughs> like, oh, what if in our real monsters, the monsters are actually kids. And the real regular people are monsters. And everyone's confused. Um, the thing, the one that gets probably the most traction out of all these is the like oh the pixar all the movies are in the same universe one but that's because they put little cute nods <laughs> that aren't supposed to mean anything like oh there's a pizza palace van in finding nemo or whatever it's like because that was a cute thing to do that's like not uh, a very convincing theory suggests something dark happened um blah 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 uh so Wilson reveals he has cancer. Wilson and House do their best, but they can't treat the cancer. Fakes his death, and they can live out. Then what happens next is speculative, but previous events in House indicate a likely conclusion. Is it okay. the stuff that happens directly beforehand? Um, theory, House euthanized Wilson after the finale. A theory posits that House euthanized Wilson sometime after the House season finale. Again, he didn't do anything after the House season finale. That was the that end of the show. Also, <laughs> doesn't that doesn't make a huge difference to me? Like, if Wilson dying some other way or House doing that is like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, a go motorcycle. Many have since theorized. Uh, do they not say this explicitly at one point? Wait a second. House season, blah, blah. Wilson states that he does not want to spend the remainder of his life in and out of hospitals, which at the time prompts House and Wilson trying experimental treatment. But this also implies that Wilson would not want a long, drawn-out death and would welcome helping dying when the time came. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with House officially considered dead, there's... Sorry. You're going to love this sentence. Okay. With House officially considered dead, there is no possibility for House to face legal repercussions for euthanizing Wilson. No wow, good possibility. <laughs> Just fake your own death. Uh, That's like the uh, the Michael Scott I declared bankruptcy thing. Yeah, they can't charge a dead man for a yeah. living man's crime. Um, and he also, all right, House's history supports this dark ending. Uh, this is so, this is so annoying because like uh, Wilson getting to do that and like not having a drawn out death sounds like less dark than if it was like months and months and months of it going like on is the only dark thing that like house was involved instead of like a random guy doing it like i just don't understand why it's worse dark ending house begs for wilson to allow him to let him end his suffering but wilson goes through <laughs> incredible pain as he slowly <laughs> dies in motel bedroom like i don't know yeah um the, the 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 evidence of this is the multiple times previously where uh house has euthanized people or promised to euthanize them yeah you know why he does that because it's less dark than a protracted yeah. suffering death <laughs> um the like health euthanizing wilson perfectly ends their story sure um the yeah it feels like it's a selfless act of house redeeming him blah 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 uh sure 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 um sorry this it may be an upsetting and emotional notion but it is apt when considering their history and perspectives on medically assisted suicide it's like a very weird thing to call this a theory again when it's just like yeah, yeah a plausible thing that would happen based yeah. off like, <laughs> It's like theory would be like I thought it was gonna be like um, you know, oh uh, Wilson was just having House's imagination. Yeah, like it was gonna be like Cameron was in a coma and last season <laughs> is all. <laughs> well, House had actually died and this was him living out his dying coma dream or whatever, yeah. which has happened already. <laughs> this like seems less like a theory and more like this person have a having like a personal journey of like realizing that assisted suicide happens and being like oh it's a lot to think about but maybe yeah anyway yeah all right this was this you know but these were uh we can we can uh try and work in i think some non-promotional content into our guide down episodes mm -hmm. we've got the oh we have to review this one also um oh, yes. I think it was bad. Sorry, Sarah. I don't like a lot of these. <laughs> um, I feel bad, but they are not great to me quality-wise. The next one <clears throat> is uh, boop, 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 boop. Should have looked this up beforehand. It is uh, the man with the twisted lip. Oh, man. If, if you thought... That orange pips were exciting. <laughs> Wait till you find out. This guy, oh, 
uh, his lip is a little bit twisted. <laughs> this guy has the Joker of lips. Um. All right. So, do you want to rate it now? Sure. I honestly, um, one point five opiums. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's it's got like I I kind of am like I'm I'm less and less sold just by their like fun banter, and I'm more like. I it, it it here's the thing. I guess if I did the problem is if I didn't know what the KKK was, like if it was like oh the letters were Z V W and then he's like aha the Zwei Volks uh, group in Bavaria where he went is a horrible violent group. I'd be like okay, so I I didn't <laughs> know that. I guess I learned something. I don't like that's not an interesting. Aha, what do these letters stand for? A thing you haven't heard of, or the thing you already knew. <laughs> it's just not good to me. Sorry. Yeah, I'm also going to give it a 1.5. There's there's not a lot of juice in this one. There's, like, no actual villain. Yeah. It's just, like, them talking about stuff and then being like, God took care of it, uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, these um, orange pips are dry as hell no juice <laughs> exactly yeah um yeah this this one's a bummer yeah all right well what do you want to promote i bet you think about me yes <laughs> i bet you think about me by lenny burnham on uh amazon kindle direct uh check it out it's it's got a lot of sex scenes, which, according to the internet, people either really like or really don't, but they can't come to a consensus on this. So uh, yeah. read my story and then decide. Fight back against the Zoomer Puritan menace by reading <laughs> Lenny's story. You yeah, can do I, your part. <laughs> There's, like, the Puritan teen stereotype, but I also keep seeing, with, like, books specifically, people being like, oh, people just don't like The Catcher in the Rye because they only like books that are porn. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> What? I'm sorry. That's like so. What books are porn that people there's, read? I mean, I mean, there's yours, like yours. But yeah. I'm like, no, I'm like, what books? Like, what, I think like, it's classics? like popular romance, like post Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, Is that? I mean, I guess this might just be my ignorance. I don't think. Like, I, I, I know that Fifty Shades of Grey was sort of a like a mainstreaming or revival you know back from like the classic like oh the shirtless man on a yeah. pirate ship and i the mean woman. there's like now there's like red right and royal blue stuff like that i have no idea how much sex they actually have but people love to be like oh it's all just porn now <laughs> yeah my understanding it is it does feel like people were like i don't know a little too i i God, was that which was was Dan Olson who had the like a mediocre defense of Fifty Shades of Grey or something that was sort of like, like I I I don't think the story seems great. I haven't I've only seen like excerpts. I think that like it. I think a lot of it was, and this is oh man, I'm about to break some goddamn new ground here. Here's an opinion you've never heard. Here's a wild fucking take. I do think a lot of it was this, like, sexism where it was like, you know, ugh, like, 
women and mothers and ladies <laughs> reading a book where they describe sex stuff and like it's poorly written and as though like the porn that people watch <laughs> is is this just masterpiece of cinema. I mean, the, the, like that's the thing where it's like you know, um, and obviously yes, women watch porn, men read erotica. But, like, yeah, there's sort of, I think, for whatever reason, kind of a a split there where you don't you don't see as many, um, at least off the Internet, you know, uh, speaking more about heterosexual people specifically. You don't see, like, a lot of sexy books to jerk to message or sold towards heterosexual men. Just Philip Roth. Yeah. And you don't really see – you see the the sexy books to jerk to that you do see, you know, with any sort of public profile, I think, are mostly aimed towards heterosexual women. Um, and, and then, you know, you have, like, the niche whatever, like, uh, for women um, – industry i guess there's more of a niche of there people trying to do that than there is someone being like you know the hot lady who uh i met as a indiana jones and she was hot i don't know i don't know what the what the specific fantasy would be um indiana jones but he fucks uh anyway yeah so I, I, I believe I just I it's like I'm following the erotica scene. That that red, white, and blue one <laughs> I'm sure exists and I guess people prefer it to Catcher in the Rye. Uh, <laughs> to which to be fair, Catcher in the Rye very little fucking. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's uh that's someone should have told Salinger. He didn't take his publisher's <laughs> note. Um, all right. Well we've we've uh we've had ourselves quite the time. Uh, Do you want to plug anything? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, Let's see. Uh, The next um, Murder Mystery Com show is going to be on December 7th at 530. I'd love for you to come out. That's a Thursday. You can solve a murder. You can win candy. Uh, It's a fun show, but, you know, it's it's tough. 530 is an odd spot to try and get people to, and uh, the success has been mixed. So we'll see how much longer that goes. But you can go to andrewtaven.com because I have other shows coming up. Um, got one November and the 15th and then December 1st and 7th. So check that out. And, uh, ah, hell, look at, look at Crunch Time Talk Show. It's on my website. That was a web series I did a while back and I watched, I rewatched it recently. And you know what? I think it's funny. I think it holds up. Watch Crunch Time Talk Show with Alex Patak, uh, on my website. You can find it at andrewtaven.com. All right. Well, from all of us here at the House of House, have yourself a very pleasant evening.